0: to. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy30.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me,
0: in a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today. All due respect to the Gamecocks, I think I'm pumping my brakes just a little bit there on that take. Uh, I think this is more about Kentucky. Uh, just not showing up last night and that's happened before under Cal in Columbia, uh, where they lose 79 62 last night. Uh, a couple of big, big 12 road wins for Houston and Texas as well. We want to talk about those and look at tonight's slate. I wanted to circle back around real quick guys on something, uh, Brad Spielberger had to say, cause Paul looked up the number for us during the break. Um, there is a number out there on Bill Belichick not coaching an NFL team this year that has dropped from seven to one to plus three fifty, and I'm still I'm still trying to wrap my head around the concept of not necessarily the NFL without Bill Belichick. We knew he wasn't going to coach forever, but being this close to the record and the missteps of the last couple of years, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, all that keeping him from achieving that record, that mile marker of po- passing Don Shula. And now it's like, nah, I, I'm, if the Falcons are the only thing out there, I, I think I'm good. I, I think I'm gonna, I, I think I'll probably just uh, head off into retirement and watch some old army Navy games on film strip or something.
1: John. <laughs> I, nah, he wants this record so bad. He wants to beat every one of Shula's records. But like now that we're here, I'm kind of thinking about it, not from his perspective, but from the other team's perspective. Now, normally we'd say, yeah, you get Belichick. The guy's life is football. You're not going to get the guy that's, you know, on the way out the door. You know, like, I don't know, like what I experienced, John Fox is on his retirement. You know, like Lou Pinello, when he was managing the Cubs, he was already retired. Like we see that guys getting their last deal, just kind of hanging around, going through the motions. I don't think you're ever going to get that bell check, but like these teams are aware that the only reason this guy is coaching, that he's not ending as the head coach of the Patriots is because he wants this record. So he wants to use us. Is he going to give everything that he has? We also know that it's not a long-term thing. With every head coaching hire, like sometimes you need to bring in a veteran who's been there, fix the culture. You do need some of that, maybe a placeholder from time to time. But I, if I'm an older owner, and I think most feel this way, like they're looking for the next long-term answer. They don't want to be here in two to three more years. And with Belichick, goes well, goes poorly. You're probably gonna be here in two to three more years once he gets the record then he's going to retire so like I understand if teams are like okay what's the point what he's right. going to be wearing our colors when he breaks the record doesn't mean anything because everybody, his legacy is everything related to the Patriots mm-hmm. that's a good
2: point a part of me thinks that if it's not the right situation, maybe he will just retire. I just think if he walks into a situation where, like, the commanders, where there's a lot of work to do there, like, that's just, like, too big of a hill to climb at this point in his career, that there's not a lot of options that make sense where he can just walk in there and walk into a good situation because maybe those teams aren't wanting to hire him right now. So if his options are limited, perhaps he is forced to step away. And if he does the whole, Oh, let's just take this season off and see what's out there next year. Like if people already think he's lost his fastball now, I don't know what they're going to think after a year off.
0: Right. And and if you believe the reports about him, not wanting to go to a place where he can't control the, the building, you know, the yeah. environment, right. uh, he he can't, he doesn't have as much control over the media market. Like, Washington's definitely not going to work. Um, like, I mean, maybe like in Atlanta or uh, Seattle where he could, you know, he'd, he'd get away with a little, the, the glare wouldn't be quite as harsh, but there's, there's, and there's just not a lot out there right now. And those places, or at least Atlanta is more about rebuilding, at least at the quarterback position. I don't know if you can necessarily jump right in and step on the gas and get going. It'll be something to watch, obviously. As that coaching carousel continues to spin, back into college hoops, though here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth, I'm Chris Mack. Um, Kentucky, they get handled by South Carolina. That's one game to talk about, guys. The one Aaron that that I had more of an eye on wasn't even Houston going out to Utah and beating by BYU. I don't want to say that was expected, but you know, Houston, I think has. If they're not going on the road against old-school Big 12 members, I think that's different than going on the road to a a fellow new addition to the Big 12, which is what we had last night. It's more about Texas all of a sudden getting things right after looking like a complete disaster a couple weeks ago. You know, they lose to WVU, they lose to UCF, but they've gotten some things right, including a, I don't want to say a dominant win over Oklahoma last night, but it – Never really felt like they were not in control of that one, the Longhorns, last night.
2: Yeah, what did that number end up closing at? So they win by 15. I was actually curious about the teams that are ranked. I was trying to find the uh, ATS trend numbers, teams that are ranked going against teams that are unranked and how mm-hmm. that's working out. Maybe it's like 50-50 and it's not a thing. Um, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> that they did seem to get it together. That's for sure. Um, maybe it has to do more with, you know, these unranked teams on the road. Maybe they're feeling like they don't have as much to lose. I'm not really sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, my big takeaway from last night was about that Kentucky game because that's been the team, the buzzy team, right? Biggest liability at MGM and another uh, number of other sports books for the championship. And People have been backing them in a number of ways. Now I see most of the market 12 to one. I see a 16 to one out there for them to win the championship. And I asked Isaac Trotter about this because we see it just about every day. The shortish road favorite that is ranked. And, you know, conference play, this line was five and a half closing number. They lose by 17. And you're right, Chris, this was more about Kentucky. Um, and I guess you have to look at the defensive end because South Carolina almost shot fifty percent. Like we're not going to see that very often uh, this season. But but yeah, I mean that's something I'm looking for on a daily basis, guys. In conference play, those short-ish road favorites that the ranked team that people are going to back. Like I'm looking to go against those teams. It's it's wild. Like we saw we've seen it in the NBA, but we're also seeing it in college. These teams are really struggling on the road, even ones that have much more talent.
0: Yeah, and that that leads, Aaron, right into tonight's action, which includes two of those spots that Joe just mentioned. Number eight, Auburn, on the road at Tuscaloosa, uh, laying three and a half. You got number 10, Illinois, up to Evanston for uh, a game against a team who has one loss at home. Northwestern is nine and one at home. And that was way back in November to Mississippi State, I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. They've beaten Purdue up there. Uh, they're getting three and a half at home. I don't know as much about Bama, but I do really like Northwestern getting three and a half at home um, mm-hmm. because it's, it's the Big Ten. It doesn't matter if you're ranked. doesn't matter if you're Illinois. doesn't matter if you're Purdue. You go on the road in the Big Ten. You're probably not running away with it. It's probably coming down to the final couple of possessions.
2: I actually did look at Auburn at Alabama. This was at two and a half. Now, three and a half. There are some fours out there. Um, the total, 161 and a half, 162 and a half, depending on where you do your shopping. Now, Alabama, 12 and six on the season, um, number eight in Ken Palm, but Bama, number one in adjusted offense, however... It's the other side. Their defense, number 64 in Ken Palm. So maybe with two top 10 offenses, you want to look at an over here. Um, I liked Alabama, but now this number's climbing, so I'm not sure if I'm going to bet Alabama on the side. Could be a close game, like Joe was saying, some of these road teams. Um, what do you think, Joe? Did you look at this one?
1: I I did, actually. I like uh, I like Bama. There's a reason that they were installed as the favorite. Now the market agrees. They're backing mm-hmm. Alabama, I think, for a few good reasons. Now, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Oh, Auburn hasn't played anybody. They, they haven't played anybody all year. They have 16 wins, right? They don't have a win over a top 40 team. Not top 25 team. Top 40 team if you're looking at the Ken Palm rankings. Um and you've got Bama coming off a bad road loss by 20 at Tennessee. Now, Tennessee's a great team. Like, you're not going to kill a team for going on the road and losing at Tennessee. But when you look at that game, four for 21 on threes, Bama was. Like, I don't I don't see that repeating uh, now that they're coming back home. So, I like Bama. I like it. I don't know how much higher this is going to climb, but at three and a half, I'm okay laying it. Yeah, the Obviously, the better number, that was some value there at minus two and a half. But uh, I do like Bama in this spot.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's one other one that I had an eye on. Kansas State, Iowa State. Again, one of those conferences going on the road can be brutal. Iowa State up to seven and a half now, though, on Kansas State. Um... It's just one I have an eye on that I'm going to keep an eye on throughout the day to see how much higher it climbs. Um, like I said, it was 7.5 this morning. Um, so if that's what we're talking about later in the day, maybe stay away. But if it climbs anymore, give me 8, maybe a little bit more. Um, i I start to feel okay putting a little something on Iowa State at home against Kansas State. But that that that's only because it comes back again to the same thing, and I, I beat this dead horse. Uh, the last couple of years every year, but there are certain conferences where you go on the road and it's just a completely different game than playing at home And the Big Ten and Big 12 certainly both apply. And like we saw last night, it applied in the case of the SEC as well. Kentucky being held to just 62 points going on the road at South Carolina. So we'll see. A couple of ones to keep an eye on as we progress throughout the rest of the day. Coming up next... Maybe a little college hoops, but more so the mess in Milwaukee. Adrian Griffin out. What happens now? Is it Doc Rivers who steps in for the Bucks? Jimmy Patzos of Monumental Sports Network going to join us. Coming up next right here on BetQL Daily, live coast to coast on the BetQL Network and presented by BetMGM.